And so he was raised on a cross and a title was fixed, indicating who it was who was being executed. Painful as it is to say, but more terrible not to say, he who suspended the earth is suspended. He who fixed the heavens is fixed. He who fastened all things is fastened to the wood. The master is outraged. God is murdered. Melito of Sardis, A.D. 180. Today is Good Friday, April the 2nd. My name is Derek Sweatman, and this is the eighth episode of Blues for Lent. Today is Good Friday, a day when Christians across the world remember the death of Jesus. The Gospel of John records the trial of Jesus in this way. So, Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered, If this man were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. The Jews replied, We are not permitted to put anyone to death. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? And Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate asked him, What is truth? After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no cause against him, but you have a custom that I release someone to you at the Passover. Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? They shouted in reply, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a bandit. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. John chapter 18, verses 29 through 19, verse 1. There are all sorts of questions that surround the events of Jesus' death. Namely, why? Why did this man, a young carpenter's son from Nazareth, who had made his way into the world as a healer of the sick, a teacher of the scriptures, and a lover of the unloved and forgotten. How did such a man end up on death row? I'm not sure Rome even knew. The way John tells the story, you get the sense that Pilate is confused, arrogantly unthreatened, but somewhat lost as he tries to half-heartedly navigate a labyrinth of foreign religious ideas that have been laid at his feet. Frederick Beekner sets the scene in this way. The man says, It's not this world I'm king of, but his accent is so thick that Pilate hardly gets it, the accent together with what they had done to his upper lip. As if he has a mouthful of stones, he says, I have come to bear witness to the truth, and at that 
The procurator of Judea takes such a deep drag of his filter tip that his head swims, and for a moment, he's afraid he may faint. He pushes back from the desk and crosses his legs. There's a papery rustle of wings as the pigeon flutters off the sill and floats down toward the cobbles. Standing by the door, the guards aren't paying much attention. One of them is picking his nose, the other is staring at the ceiling. Cigarette smoke drifts over the surface of the desk. The picture of his wife when she still had her looks, the onx box from Caesar, the clay plaque with the imprint of his first son's hand on it made while he was still a child in nursery school. Pilot squints at the man through the smoke and asks a question. He asks it half because he would give as much as even his own life to hear the answer and half because he believes there is no answer and would give a good deal to hear that too because it would mean just one thing less to have to worry about. He says, what is truth? And by way of an answer, the man with the split lip doesn't say a blessed thing. Or else his not saying anything, that is the blessed thing. You could hear a pen drop in the big high-ceilinged room with Tiberius grinning down from the wall like a pumpkin, that one cigarette a little unsteady between the procurator's yellowed fingertips. From Telling the Truth, the Gospel is Tragedy, Comedy, and Fairy Tale, 1977. The Gospel of John and Beekner recognized the same thing. Pilate had been swept up into something that he doesn't really care about. And so Jesus drifts off to his death in a wave of calloused indifference. The Gospel of John continues. So they took Jesus... And carrying the cross by himself, he went out to what is called the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is called Golgotha. There they crucified him and with him two others, one on either side with Jesus between them. John chapter 19, verses 16b through 18. The number of men that Rome had crucified is unknown. There are accounts of thousands in a single day. The practice itself was reserved for bandits, insurgents, criminals worth nothing to keep around. As a visual, the cross stood high and proud as an icon of defeat. It was a symbol, too, of submission, a reminder of who holds the power. To walk towards the city and have to pass through rows of crosses with dead and dying men in plain view was a very effective means of being reminded of who it was that held control over society. You get the sense in the Gospels that the disciples were somewhat frustrated with Jesus for not rising to power the way that they had imagined or hoped that he would. When Jesus talked about his impending death, it was Peter, his front-of-house disciple, who confronts Jesus with what he believes is a bunch of nonsensical claims coming out of his Savior's mouth. The story in Mark's Gospel says that Jesus, quote, is rebuked by Peter. And that word for rebuked in the Greek is the same word used when talking about exorcisms. Peter thought Jesus was possessed. And yet, before their eyes, Jesus is arrested, put on trial, and killed on a cross outside the city, 
a series of events that Dietrich Bonhoeffer describes as a, quote, reversal of what the religious expect from God. And let's not forget the silence of Jesus during his trial before Pilate. Read his responses carefully, and what you hear is permission. You hear permission for Pilate to keep moving forward. Jesus gives answers, but only enough to proceed. His trial is largely quiet, awkward, and Jesus in no way defends himself. He allows this to happen. The voice of salvation that Jesus brings to the world is heard in his silence of his trial. When Jesus knew that all was now finished, he said, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, so they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and they held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. John chapter 19, verses 28 through 30. We have to venture into other writings of the New Testament to find out what it was that early Christians thought about the death of Jesus, how they interpreted his death. The Gospels only tell us what happened, not with much meaning, just the events themselves, at least on the surface. In the writings of someone like the Apostle Paul, we learn more about the theology that surrounded the cross, especially around the language of Jesus dying for a world that was so freighted with sin and brokenness and betrayal that Jesus died for us. Paul goes so far as to say that Jesus died for our sins. And when you think about a world that had gotten to a place where people would nail other people to crosses, you do have to wonder, what is the response of God? But Jesus' death on the cross did not stop the world's fixation on revenge and reciprocating violence between people. This is all as real today as it ever was. But the event and the image of Christ on the cross stands high as a reminder of the grace of God in absorbing all of the brokenness of the world, all of it. The response of God to the world's brokenness was not to continue to break it, but to absorb it to take it upon himself, and to show the world how it is that God deals with humanity, not in a rage of violence, but in the quietness of a sacrifice. It is finished. Grace and peace. Trouble soon be over. I don't have a name.